0: And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. It's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. I want you to imagine something with me right now. I want you to imagine this. You, someone you care about, kids, husband, wife, mother, father, whoever it may be, you find out that they are going to come hang out with me for an hour every single day. And during that hour of every single day, I'm going to say something not only untrue to them, I'm going to say it repeatedly, and it's something that could get them hurt. Let's say it's your kids. Let's say your kids are going to hang out at the studio with me for an hour every day, hang out with the crew, and during that hour, I make sure everyone in my studio and myself, we tell them, hey, you don't have to look both ways when you cross the road, especially the highway. Don't even bother looking. Shoot, just go stroll across it. Nothing's going to happen. Well, you would want something done about that, right? You would say, uh, can someone arrest this man, or I'm going to sue him, or maybe I'm going to go down there and punch him in the nose? Either way, stop lying to my child because it's potentially deadly to my child. Whoa. We have a national problem that is equal to that right now. It is one thing to have a media that is a little left. Very left. That's one thing. It is quite another to have a media that is so disgustingly left and so committed to the destruction of the right that they push not just, not just twisted versions of the truth, they'll push outright fabrications. I tell you all the time on this show, I, it's, a, it's a saying I'm famous for at this point in time, none of what you see is real. Th- that gets hard for people to accept because you don't want to be there, right? I'll tell you, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be king cynic. I turn on the news every night and, well, that's a lie, I'm sure. That's probably a lie, too. What are they lying about now? I've got news for you. That's where we are. You can't trust anything you see now. And what's happened is, you see, we have the system I talk about all the time. The reason they don't just sell twisted versions of the truth now, they sell complete fabrications is... Because all one party controls the entire system, no part of the system will check them on it. The media didn't always have that freedom. Just make up a story out of nowhere, just spit out some words and see where they splatter and oh well, I guess we lied, (laughs) ha ha ha, move on. They can do that now because no other part of the system is there to keep them in check. This, you know I don't spend a ton of time destroying other networks, just don't bother. They spend enough time destroying themselves. But this recent footage from Project Veritas, of CNN just coming out and admitting things we all suspected anyway, this is some jaw-dropping stuff.
3: I think, I, I think we got him through this term. We would always show shots of him jogging, him in aviator shades, and like a, like you paint him as a young geriatric. We were creating a story there that we didn't know anything about.
2: So
3: that's, that's I think that's a propaganda I Think what we did We got Trump out I am 100% going to say it And I 100% believe it That if it wasn't for CNN I don't know that Trump would have got voted out Our focus was to Get Trump out of office Right? Without saying it That's what it was Right? So our next thing is going to be For climate change Awareness Do
1: you think
4: it's going to be Just like a lot of like fear? like
3: Climate Yeah, fear sells Fear sells No one ever says Those things out loud But it's obvious
0: it is obvious but uh, it's not about that it's not about that doofus getting busted being honest it's that it's been lie after lie after lie after lie after lie it's every major news story you can think of in the past four or five years have been outright lies did you remember the things they were saying about COVID 19 in the beginning i remember
3: COVID gangbusters are great at this right which is why we constantly have a death toll on the side which i have a major problem with that we're tallying how many people die every day because i've even looked at it and be like look at it and be like let's make it higher like why isn't it high enough you know today like it would make our point better if it was higher and i'm like what am i rallying for that's a problem yeah we're doing it, you know like this special red phone ring yeah and they pick it up and it's like the head of the network being like there's nothing that you're doing right now that makes me want to stick put the numbers back up because that's the most enticing thing that we have so put it back up so like things like that are constantly talked about
0: There it is. And just so you know, just so you don't think I'm out here picking on CNN or just picking on this issue or that issue, Donald Trump or COVID, it wasn't that long ago, like 15 minutes ago, one of the biggest networks on one of the biggest, longest running news programs, 60 Minutes in the History of the Country, ran an outright lie on a governor the left has decided they hate.
2: Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in so Palm Beach. So, first of all,
4: that, what you're saying is wrong. How, how is that not pay to that, play? That's a fake narrative. I met with the county mayor. I met with the administrator. I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents
2: but melissa mckinley the county commissioner in the glades told us the governor never met with her about the public's deal the criticism is that it's pay to play governor wrong.
4: it's wrong it's a fake narrative i just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts because obviously i laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable well
0: I... oh, that makes him look bad right man he always saying is i just disabused you of he didn't say anything right except this is what he actually said.
4: First of all, when we did the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens, and they had a long-term care mission. So they were going to the long-term care facilities. They got vaccine in the middle of December. They started going to the long-term care facilities the third week of December to do LTCs. So that was their mission. That was very important, and we trusted them to do that. As we got into January, we wanted to expand the distribution points. So yes, you had the counties, You had some drive through sites, you had hospitals that were doing a lot, but we wanted to get it into communities more. So we reached out to other retail pharmacies, Publix, Walmart, obviously CVS and Walgreens had to finish that mission. And we said, we're going to, we're going to use you as soon as you're done with that. For the Publix, they were the first one to raise their hand, say they were ready to go. And you know what? We did it on a trial basis. I had three counties. I actually showed up that weekend and talked to seniors across four different Publix. How was the experience? Is this good? Should you think this is the way to go? And it was 100% positive.
0: Oh, that looks a little different, doesn't it? None of what you see is real. None of it. And the problem is this. The problem is too many on the right. Forget about the left. Many of those people are gone and can't be saved. Too many on the right. I don't know whether this is you want to believe people. Because you want to believe in the inherent goodness of people, or this is you don't want to acknowledge exactly where we are as a nation, but too many on the right simply still try to believe the initial narrative as soon as it's sold to you. I remember when this find the fraud story came out with President Trump, Washington Post ran with this story about President Trump, quote, find the fraud. Trump pressured a Georgia elections investigator in a separate call. Calling legal experts, or, or a separate call, legal experts say could amount to obstruction. Oh my goodness. And then six months later, once the election's done, had to issue a long retraction because guess what? It was all a lie. And I'm not saying this to you just to recap all the lies. If I were to recap, all the lies, the gigantic lies that have just been told to you just in recent years, the show would have to be extended to about 12 hours. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. It's time for you to change your mindset. I me too. It's time for me to change my mindset. Going forward, when you see something big, anything big, don't believe what they're telling you. And That's the thing. They get you because it's not just coming from one person or one thing. This person says it, and then this person says what that person said, and then this entertainer says it, then this professor says it, and then this athlete says it, and then this person says it, and then this bureaucrat says it, and then the FBI says it, and then these people say it. And Well, I mean, everyone's saying it. Surely everyone isn't lying. No, they're all lying. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right we got a great show for you tonight. Buckle up. Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up. Or they'll they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, Call 888 845 3773. That's 888 84 Jesse, or go to timesharejesse.com. Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out.
1: Was that your laptop? For real? I don't know. I know, but, but you know that is, this. Is I a... really don't know. Okay. If the answer is that's you don't know truthfully. yes
5: or no if the laptop. I don't have was any yours. idea. I have no idea. So whether could or not.
1: have been yours.
5: Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. <sighs>
0: <laughs> Joining me now to talk about that and other things is my buddy Ken court with the Media Action Network. Ken, okay, obviously it's not exactly news Hunter Biden in his personal life is not doing well. This is, this is a human being that's not doing well. My question is more about the media than anything else because we now have the FBI or uh, independent anal- forensic analysis of Hunter Biden's laptop by ex-FBI agent finds no evidence of fake data. We know it's his laptop. Okay. But the media ran with the fake narrative story, and they ran hard, Ken.
5: Oh, look, we knew it was his laptop from square one. I mean, it was the story coming out of there was, uh, uh, you know, there was a lot of forensic evidence on it. There was him never denying it from square one. I mean, could you imagine if somebody's like, "Hey, Jesse was high, and he came and dropped off his uh, his laptop at my shop, and then." After multiple repeated efforts at us getting back to it, we 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 released it and and did this with the information and you being like, oh, I don't know, maybe <laughs> it was like everybody knew it. <laughs> uh, uh, it was a it was a cover up by the national news media to make sure that Donald Trump was 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 not reelected and and that was clear from the get go, and and you know what is also clear because I've read many many documents that were taken from that laptop. What is what is clear was that. Hunter and his buddies needed people to do his company a favor, the company that he was helping in, uh, in, in Ukraine, and his dad went in and did it. Now, we don't have the audio tape recording of him saying, Dad, get America to put pressure on this country to fire this prosecutor, but it was clearly what his, his clients needed to know uh, and, and needed to have happen, and it happened. So it's like this comes up to Joe Biden but look, if you can't even, we can't even get to the point where we're taking this seriously. Taking that next step, uh, uh, I have zero belief that the FBI or, or any government agencies will take a strong look at what was likely Joe Biden selling off the, the, the foreign policy of the United States to help his troubled son.
0: Ken, what's wrong with the media? And I, and I know we have all these little like bumper sticker sayings, they're all biased, they're all left-wing, they're all this, and all those things are obviously true, but I view this as being so bad for the country, what we have right now
5: in the media, and I can't understand why. How did it get so rotted? You know, part of it was they started getting rewarded for bad media behavior, Um Jim Acosta is one of the reporters who shot to the national consciousness during this, just by being an aggressive a-hole in meetings, and and basically by stop pretending to be a reporter and just pretend to be a Democratic operative who happened to work for a a national news organization, and and all of these people look, we saw it happening for years and years that that opinions started getting getting more appreciated than news, uh, you know what are the what are the the shows on cable that that had higher ratings. Well, it was Bill O'Reilly. It was uh, it was it was the talkers. It was the people who said, "Here's the news, and I'm going to tell you what to think about it, and here's my my impression." And there 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 are, are places for people like that. But then the whole system kind of got perverted, where where anytime somebody would run a "We love Trump" or more precisely a "We hate Donald Trump" and he's an orange terrible man. They started making more money. The clicks came in more. They got more social media shares. They became Twitterati personalities. So all of the, the the wrong things were 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 pushing these people to do more wrong behavior, and now we're just living in the midst of
0: it. Was there something we could have done to prevent it? Because that sounds like it's something that's unavoidable. Because look, the truth is. It's fun to be famous. People enjoy it. Uh, here's a free steak dinner. Uh, take a picture with the pretty girl. Oh, can I have my autograph? The people enjoy being famous, so it doesn't sound like it was avoidable. As soon as these people found fame,
5: you know, a lot of it was look. A lot of it was the internet coming in and being and and rewarding things differently. A lot of, I mean, there were a lot of financial pushes behind this as well. So to some extent, it was it was unavoidable, um, um, or, or at least just a product. I don't think that there were any one or two decisions that anyone could have made to say, let's reverse this procedure of, of the media as it, as it went into its crazy period during our lifetime. Uh, look, it happened in the early early 1800s, late, late 1800s. I mean, you know, read up on, on yellow journalism. It was a nutty time. And similarly, there were reasons for that.
0: All right, speaking of CNN, I have some Brian Stelter to play for you. Here he is. Where are Tucker and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram? Where is Ainsley Earhart and Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade? Where are the biggest stars on Fox getting vaccinated? I get it's a personal choice. I get that's between, you know, the hosts and their health care provider. But everybody else is doing it, right, Matt? I mean, all across television, all these anchors are, are rolling up their sleeves. Why do you think we haven't seen the biggest stars on Fox News get vaccinated or show us their vaccine selfies can i have a theory on this and this is just (laughs) a theory you are the media expert i am not so i want you to shoot it down i think donald trump created his own media bubble where cable news was already probably not struggling not but it's still huge but not doing as well as it done before because there were more options And and Donald Trump was so interesting, his very presence kept a lot of very, very untalented untalented people in their media seats for a long time. And now with him gone, these people are just lost because they don't have anything interesting to say. I don't have any other explanation for that embarrassment I just played you.
5: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, there was certainly Trump made better TV. Trump made better news. I mean, it's just... And how many times can you say as Joe Biden lost it? I mean, Trump was was a a walking, talking, uh, 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 you know, cable news-driven, Twitter-driven phenomenon that that made them more popular, that gave them higher ratings, um, um and of course drove them crazy in the process. I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> Brian Stel- yeah, Brian Stelter. So, so yes, I think that they're going to be still reaching harder for relevance. I mean, literally, you just saw a. A, a, a news anchor, who of course is, is really basically a, a PR guy for CNN, because he pretends to be a media analysis and, and all he does is, is hit their opponents, get mad at people because they didn't take a camera into their doctor's office to show them get a shot. Now let's not forget, this 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 virus did affect Mr. Stelter very 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 seriously. If if you read one of his earlier tweets about how. He climbed into bed and started weeping for his pre-COVID life I, and you know you could just see the I could just visualize the the tear stokes tear crumbs from his, his donut in bed getting all over the place it must have been horrible so he's got some other issues going on too
0: Ken if you you know what I've never asked you this question before and I should have as somebody young out there wants to have some kind of a media career of some kind whether it be an opinion show like mine or genuine news what's the ken can ken lacourt advice you would give somebody like that well
5: the biggest things right now i mean if you were just getting started and somebody was was you know there are now we're we're in this weird Era where everyone wants to be a star, where it can kind of be easy to do that, but there are also these verboten things that you're just not allowed to say. You're not allowed to say things about race, that then people turn you into into a, a racist for saying something as clearly as like, hey, you know, black kids in my class don't do as well as the white kids. That sucks, and that's racist. I would say that I'd reach for some of the third rails, uh, only if you have a only if you have an employer or a or a, a a, a non-YouTube presence where you could where you could pop that. I think that there will be a huge audience that gravitates towards people who are saying truths that you're not allowed to say anymore. And that's a ballsy... That, that is not an easy thing. You're going to have people... Look, Tuck, Tucker Carlson is a terrific example of it. He says things that you weren't supposed to say. Now, he's had people smashing his door. He's had people protesting his house, screaming, we know where you live, painting on his sidewalk. He has an employer who... Most other employers would have fired Tucker by now. and he' is, he has gotten kind of stratospheric compared to what he was because he started speaking truth to power in a real way, not in the in the, well, you know, Adidas and everybody says whatever about uh, you know whatever cool PC line is going on. So having the guts to say the things that most Americans have gone, yeah, I believe that, but that you get criticized for. Look, we saw Howard Stern do it in the '80s. Now his stuff was about sex and, and poo-poo and pee-pee type type of stuff. It wasn't. It was different now. But Howard Stern was the kind of guy that you laughed at because he said the stuff that when you were in a room with a couple of your friends that you guys laughed about or that you thought about but were afraid to say it. That's a dangerous road, but but if you want to get stratospheric, that's uh, that's the road that i I'd, I'd follow.
0: Ken court, everybody, just gave you a media career.
5: Thank you, Ken. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Good to have you. We'll be back.
0: Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I can't thank you all enough for being able to join me tonight. I'm just so grateful that white supremacy hasn't taken all of you out. Did you know? It's coming for all of us. This is from Yahoo News. White supremacy is the root of all race-related violence in the U.S. I genuinely had no idea. I've been walking around for 39 years. I don't know how I've dodged it. Joining me now to talk about that and other things is a reporter for the Post-Millennial, Mia Cathel. Mia, did you know that white supremacists are out there prowling around in droves hunting you and I down?
2: Um, I certainly did not, but you know, this critical race theory professor who wrote this article, it was for this academic paper republished by Yahoo News everywhere else in the ether, uh, claiming that you do not have to be white to perpetuate white supremacy. And this is amid the Stop Asian Hate movement. This is, of course, preposterous. Uh, It's no surprise that this critical race theory professor uh, also teaches anti-racism courses. And she instructs her students, uh, upwards of 12,000 who are enrolled in this three-week curriculum, that uh, you don't have to be white to perpetuate white supremacy. It's this white supremacist institutions and systems in America that have created this culture uh, where Asians are seen as perpetual foreigners. Blacks are seen as subclass citizens that are denied unalienable rights. And this, of course, is just bogus uh, leftist theory. Okay, the Stop Asian
0: Hate campaign. Uh, everyone has seen all the headlines out there. Everyone has sadly seen all these really tough to watch uh, internet videos of oftentimes elderly. That's what gets really gets me. Oftentimes elderly people being horribly assaulted violently. Can you please explain the white supremacists who have been doing such things?
2: Yes, it's actually uh, points towards black assailants, not these so-called white oppressors, Uh, such as that video you're playing, uh, three uh, elderly Asian uh, citizens were uh, assaulted in Oakland's historic Chinatown. There's also the 84-year-old Thai immigrant who was pushed to the ground and died from the daylight show at the hands of 19-year-old Antoine Watson. And CNN, three weeks after this incident occurred, uh, still would not identify the suspect. They wouldn't say his name or race. Um, and they're ignoring data, uh, such as the data you threw on the screen. The DOJ report that uh, Uh, race, uh, ethnicity, hate crimes broken down by such. It's actually Blacks who are the biggest demographic pool that are targeting uh, Asian victims. Whites, Asians are actually at the equal rate attacking. In the same table, uh, Blacks are also attacking Black victims at the highest percentage, 70%. And these numbers dispute the lies perpetuated by Black Lives Matter, stop Asian hate movements. You know, they uh, they can't fathom the idea that Minority groups can harbor anti-Asian animosity uh, before they were rejecting it, but now, with this article circulating, it appears that the mental gymnastics have contorted past the breaking point, as their leftists are trying to cope with the ugly truth.
0: Mia, can you explain, I I, I just... Could you explain the tension, if there is an explanation, between the black community in these urban areas and the Asian community? And I ask this as somebody who's well aware, the history of the world is tension between different communities. The, uh, back in, even in America, the Irish hated the Italians, who hated the Jews, they hated the blacks, they hated... This is not abnormal. This is what happens in big cities whenever there are large groups of one either religion or skin color in one place or the other. But something creates that tension somewhere along the way. Why the tension? Do you have any idea?
2: Well, Vox is echoing what anti-Trump doctor Eugene Goo claims that uh, these racist economic and immigration policies are pitting are pitting marginalized communities against one another. Um, but this this really isn't true. If you look at the series of anti-Asian hate attacks that have surfaced around the uh, San Francisco area, uh, you might notice the correlation that there's this culture of lawlessness that is formed in the aftermath of the George Floyd riots. You know, it's crazy to think that if you abolish police to fund police, there's going to be an uptick in crime. And as you had noted, Jesse, that it's elder, the elderly population that it's attacked. So on top of that, they have that vulnerability factor uh, that they would be targeted as victims.
0: Mia, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit and go to Cuomo. I don't know whether I should hate this guy's guts or somehow admire the fact that he has weathered this political storm and now nobody's talking about it at all. Half the world is accused of sexual harassment, but setting that stuff aside, because you never know what's real and what's not, the guy is responsible for thousands and thousands of people dying in New York and the guy won an Emmy. He wrote a book about about leadership during a pandemic and he's going to come out of this thing scot-free, isn't he? He's not going anywhere.
2: Yeah, he should win an an Emmy for hoodwinking us all. I mean, this, <laughs> uh, the sexual uh, harassment scandal that came on the heels of the nursing home death scandal, uh, I think we should all more so focus on the deaths of our most vulnerable mm-hmm. population amid the coronavirus outbreak. You know, um, this governor alliance that formed amid the public health crisis, uh, Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania, that's where I'm from. Uh, he also had this on his hands. And Rachel Levine, uh, the doctor who was the Pennsylvania's top health official, now Biden's assistant secretary of health, uh, she's also to blame, but yet she was able to remove her own 95 year old mother from an unnamed personal care home. There's just so much hypocrisy uh, with state leadership. And now that we have the new Biden administration, Uh, Americans are supposed to memory hole the trauma that we've experienced over the past year because of businesses that were shut down, lives that were lost during the lockdowns and in the aftermath of the riots. But as you see in Minneapolis, the riots are starting up yet again. Um, This stuff is repeating itself, and we're supposed to just pretend none of it happened as it happens again to our communities and to our loved ones.
0: Yeah, what do you tell people who live in these urban places? And look, I'm not anti-city. I I grew up in the country. I've spent a bunch of time in the cities. I love them both. New York City, one of my favorite places in the world. But how are you, if you're in Minneapolis, how with a straight face can you come home every night to your family and say, you know, we're in the best place for us?
2: I mean, as uh, Jack Posobiec always uh, tells people, get out of cities. And, you know, Pennsylvania, there's... Uh, such difference between urban areas, suburban areas, rural areas, as you can see with Lancaster County being all Amish, um, and Pennsylvania being such a battleground state, such a swing state, it's present there. There's a big flock from cities, and uh, of course Biden was winning uh, the urban areas. Of course, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, but you see, Democrat-run major cities across the United States have this crime problem because the progressive district attorneys are in coordination with the Antifa Black Lives Matter rioters. It's all under the guise of First Amendment rights, property destruction, looting, arson, assaults on law enforcement. Uh, You know, they're broadening this umbrella of First Amendment rights, which it's not.
0: Mia, are we ever going to get serious about this whole district attorney thing? So I'm so glad you brought it up. People don't realize it doesn't matter what the law is as long as the DA decides I'm going to enforce this one and I'm not going to enforce
2: that one. Well, you see with uh, Portland's district attorney, uh, Mike Schmidt, uh, the post-millennial revealed over the summer uh, that he is old friends with an Antifa activist. You know, that's just a direct correlation, a direct relationship, and yet they're supposed to be prosecuting these serious crimes when uh, the district attorney released the dashboard, I believe last fall. You know, you saw that a majority of these cases were dismissed without prejudice. We're not gonna be uh, thrown in the court again because they're siding with the rioters. This is the prosecution. And you see law enforcement, police are stuck in the middle. There's only so much they can do with policing, with arrests if these arrests are not gonna see
0: repercussions. Mia Cthell, thank you so much for joining me. That was awesome. Thank you for having me on. We can hate the game. You know, you you can hate that. I'll tell you, I hate that of, well, just elect your own district attorney and then he'll go after them and he won't go after us. That's disgusting, it really is disgusting. The law should be the law, it should be. You and I pride ourselves on not being like the insane leftists, right, who live in this world of make-believe. We have to reside firmly right here in the real world. Right here in the real world, these district attorneys decide who goes to jail and who goes free. Maybe we should start spending a lot more time and money focusing on these DA races. All right. We're not done. I'll be back.
3: For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show.
0: What do we actually do about the media? I mean, it's, it's one thing for everybody on the right to yell and scream about it all the time. I've done it a thousand times. I've done it here on the show. But what can actually be done? This stuff we saw recently with CNN, this is really, really bad. It, it seems like this should be, if not illegal, that there should be something that can be done about it. Did you see this? They're, they're bragging about taking down Trump. I am 100% going to say
3: it, and I 100% believe it, that if it wasn't for CNN, I don't know that Trump would have got voted out. Trump uh, was, uh, I, I don't know, like his hand was shaking or whatever like that. We brought in like so many medical people to like all tell a story that like it was all speculation that he was like neurological damage, like, that, that he was losing it, he's unfit to, you know, whatever. We were... We were creating a story there that we didn't know anything about. You know? Our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was.
0: Quite an admission. Joining me now to talk about that is the executive editor of The American Mind, James Polis. James, uh, uh, illegal? Can they be sued? Uh, what should we do about the American media? Because uh, this is just not healthy for the country.
1: Well, Jesse, it's true that it's unhealthy. I mean, what we've seen since the rise of digital technology is that uh, legacy media companies, TV companies, uh, film companies, have largely uh, scrambled to try to maintain their relevance. And one way that they've uh, found some success in doing that is to uh, floor the gas pedal on becoming propaganda. Now, you know, it's in the nature of the TV medium that, you know, people with opinions get in front of the screen. They try to, to meme it out, pump out, broadcast whatever their opinion or their bias is in an effort to gain maximum market share. So that's kind of baked in. But what we're seeing now for the first time is really a corporate consolidation in a unified of this corporate elite class that has a very particular bias to it very strongly held opinions and found themselves in a position where they were willing to do whatever it took to push that message out in as powerful a way as they could and now they're reaping the consequences so yeah you know trump trump did get voted out you know that's something we could talk about some more later uh, but what happens as a result is a huge blow to their credibility. Uh, people recognize that uh, that the established mainstream media virtually is a political party of its own, and they're taking actions accordingly. Um, so how we're going to do that? We're going to look at... Parallel institutions that people who don't want to be force-fed propaganda every day can build up on their own. I know there's a you know there are jokes making their about well all you have to do is build your own internet. Well you know technology has progressed to a point where people do have the ability to uh, whether it's you know through through some of the pre-existing channels or to build some of their own to build their own communication systems their own networks uh, whether it's more more private person-to-person or whether it's you know new platforms new protocols Uh, things that are wired to make you uncounselable. They're out there and they're gaining steam.
0: I like that they're out there and I like that they're gaining steam. By the grace of God, they are gaining steam. But uh, look, James, in the meantime, though... We have massive damn, This has done damage. I mean, we don't, we don't even talk about the absolute loss of life the American media is responsible for. I, I'm old enough to remember them burning down Ferguson, Missouri over a complete lie. And that's just one example of a thousand I could have brought up. This is causing wholesale destruction to the country. Is there any? Can they be sued? I, I'm not a lawyer. Can, can you sue somebody for, for damaging video like that?
1: Well, I'm not a lawyer either, but I think everyone can, can realize that uh, our, our libel laws and you know, other related laws are due for an overhaul. The things that you can get away with if you have a big enough megaphone um, are seriously damaging. I think that one of the most troubling things that we've seen is the way that you know, if if Donald Trump did something, it was portrayed as a, an existential threat to the United States and to freedom everywhere in the world. But if Joe Biden does something similar, or you know, or or even more exaggerated, such as what we're seeing uh, right now at the border, uh, it's it's hailed as bold statesmanship. I mean, look at what happened with the war in Afghanistan. Trump tries to leave. Uh, the media circles the wagons and and unloads on him as, uh, as 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 the wrong guy for the job, someone you know derelict in their in their job, doesn't understand foreign policy. Joe Biden turns around and says, you know what, we're pulling out of uh, Afghanistan. And from Barack Obama on down, the message is you know bold leadership. It's it's long overdue. Uh, so you know they're really going to a place where uh, the same fact pattern or the same conduct is presented in a uh, you know 180 degree different light as. As pure good rather than than pure evil, uh, that's something that you know people should should recognize. But also, you know, people who are harmed by what the media does should have some recourse. Uh, and I think that what we're going to see going forward is people pushing firmly, more firmly on on those legal boundaries, testing some of these things out with cases, and it'll it'll make its way up the system.
0: James, uh, on a, on a macro level, you you say people are moving on, and I I feel like. Maybe we comfort ourselves too much with that. Uh, Are they actually moving on? Because I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about me. I'm not worried about anybody, frankly, watching the first at this very moment right now. These are people who care about politics. They're going to be relatively informed on the issues. I'm worried about the average Joe who actually decides elections. And he gets home and he has dinner with the wife and talks to the kids. And then he turns on NBC for 15 minutes. That's how a lot of people still get their news. Are people moving on?
1: I think they are. I mean, you, you know, you look at what happened with with QAnon, just to take one example. This is this is a, this is a, a, a non-organization, sort of broad movement, uh, sort of online culture community uh, that grew and grew over a relatively short period of time, and. Uh, and for their trouble, you know, people who are large, largely just entertaining notions that, you know, that date back to, to when Oliver Stone got rich and famous, turning them into a, a blockbuster movie that was hailed as, you know, brave and adventurous. Uh, for, for QAnon's trouble, they get portrayed as a far-right movement. Uh, so people are out there are starting to recognize whether or not they've had, you know, any participation in Q since it's been turned into a national news story. And once again, the media, you know, beating up on this group of people as if they're, they're evil incarnate. Uh, when we know that the real violence and, and civil disturbance in America is coming from other places, uh, Americans are now starting to recognize uh, that if they don't take affirmative actions on their part to, you know, to get some infosec, to make sure that, that they, they're able to have private conversations, uh, to make sure that they can you know, find people like them uh, online and off, and build movements together with them. Uh, they got to do so in a way that isn't reliant on, you know, the, the same handful of corporations that that don't have their interests at heart, and that in many cases, you know, see them as as evil people.
0: James, I'm glad you brought up corporations. I have, in the past, maybe I was a fool then, maybe I'm a fool now. But in the past, I was always against the. Oh, I don't, I'm not doing a boycott. That's stupid. That doesn't work. And. And I've come around on it. I will tell you, I I don't fund people who hate me anymore. When I see a corporation doing something that I view as an attack on my way of life, it's not that I organize some massive boycott, but that's the last time I spend my dollar on it. And I think we all on the right should be more purposeful about where we spend and don't spend our money. Am I off base now or was I off base then?
1: No, I mean, I think a lot of people are starting to to experience these these feelings and these sensations. I mean, look, corporations, even though they're they're one of the last big associations standing in American life that has any any power to it. I mean, they've they've got weaknesses of their own. They're they're consolidating. Uh, they're they're taking extraordinary action to interfere in public policy, uh, you know, I, I think these are these are alarming signs, but they're also signs of a certain sort of weakness. Uh, people don't want to grow up to be members of a corporation. You pull, you know, pull young people and kids, they want to be influencers. And sure, like YouTube is, is an arm of the, the Google corporation, but, you know, an influencer is about more than that. It's about skirting big established businesses and going directly, you know, to your fans, to your audience, to your community. I think that's gaining steam. I think you look at the top of corporations, everyone, you know, especially in tech, the, the people at the top are exiting. They don't want to Run corporations. They want to become something more like priests, where you know they, they go live off on an island somewhere and they think the very best ideas and you know sort of like like try to get the world to agree. Uh, that's not what a corporation is, is designed to do. And you know I think we've seen corporations get sort of twisted or disfigured in an effort uh, to to turn them into something uh, that actually has has more control over people in one sense, but is also more appealing to them in another. And you know I think a lot of the the populist. Uh, and nationalist pushback that you're seeing against the corporations reflects the fact that the people who are running our, our big business in America, by and large, have lost the plot. They don't have rising generations behind them. Uh, they're, they're lashing out, uh, trying to figure out a way to, uh, to regain uh, cultural authority that's diminishing, uh, and the future is not on their side.
0: An island actually does sound pretty sweet, I'll be honest with you. All right, James, tell me what you're doing at The American Mind.
1: Uh, well, you know the the purpose of the American Mind uh, is since since our beginnings uh, under the Claremont Institute uh, Aegis. Uh, has been to really just drive uh, the the discussion about the ideas that drive the political debate. Uh, obviously, it's been a crazy couple of years, uh, no end in sight. Uh, there's a jump ball for uh, for intellectual and sort of spiritual leadership on the right, and uh, so you know what we do at AmericanMind.org and through our you know through our our Substack newsletter and 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 other fora. Uh, we you know we do the work to to rip the Band-Aid off of you know the the discourse that we're being spoon fed and see what's going on under, underneath and help people organize and understand. How to respond what they should do about what's going on in america today Uh, you know it's it's fun but it's also you know it's also real work uh and we know that that the audience is out there uh you know looking for leadership looking for guidance and wanting to contribute their own skills and abilities to rebuilding this movement
0: james thanks for what you do man i
1: appreciate you thanks a lot jesse take care all right we'll be back
0: What we have now is not working. I, at least you and I can agree on that. We may disagree on the solutions for it, but let's agree that what we have as our media is now, this is not working. And it's not just, it's not just that I disagree with things that are being said. I, that's the norm. I don't mind disagreement. I don't mind alternate points of view. It's that these are hostile to America these people, uh, the, the media as a whole, maybe not every individual, of course not, but as a whole, they hate this country. How are we supposed to deal with that? I know one thing, we are supposed to deal with that. We can't go on like this. We can't go on with complete lies, complete lies being pushed into people's homes day after day after day after day. It's bad for America. Half this country, half this country still thinks Donald Trump colluded with Russia. That's how bad it is. Uh, Whatever the solution is going forward, let's just agree on this. We do need one because what we have here, it's going to end us if we let it. All right. We'll do it again sometime. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet, maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE.